0: This
1: I'm not on drugs. I'm not drunk.
0: Is Early Break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Thank you for bearing with us on the uh, broadcaster conversation. A lot of people texted and called in. Thank you for that.
1: Barry, yeah, thank you for bearing with us. <laughs> That's how you start off your day. Just bear with us. Just bear with us.
0: You <laughs> don't really enjoy it. You just bear with us. Isn't this like two hours of torture for people? Why do you listen to this, guys? Oh, no, I got I to gotta get my morning torture in. <laughs> we really appreciate
1: you bearing with us.
0: Yeah. That's People just listen to us out of pity. <laughs> yes. Pity or just how can I how can I really start my morning off with pure torture? It's just sipping Jake. Uh speaking of- you. Well it was a little
1: odd that you started off by saying, Thank you for bearing with us. Oh my
0: god, Jake well, Is off the that script. bad I went off my run dodge? I mean, I didn't I never got back on track, but it was what fun. Was conversation People, that bad? It wasn't no it wasn't bad at all. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with us. Well, it wasn't Nebraska football, so, you know, which is fine. Um, speaking of Nebraska football and Nebraska sports, you have informed me that tonight we will have what Trev Albert, not not us, but their, Trev Alberts will be on the radio tonight. Yeah,
1: it's his monthly appearance, but it holds a little more impact than usual because of the situations in the respective men's and women in the basketball programs, men's and women's. So yeah, it's probably something I I'd need to be listening to tonight. I would think you would be engaged to
0: a certain degree. I'll be uh, tracking it. <laughs> <laughs> because AKA you will be watching doing people's what? tweets about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got things going on too. Yeah,
1: you got you got stuff going. Usually I've got stuff going on. Yeah, anyway, Trev Albert's on statewide radio tonight. Now, you wonder what what he might say about, for instance, Fred Hoiberg's future. He's going to get asked about it. Well, You can't really go on. He can't really do this show and just ignore that topic, right? He's going to get asked so. about it, I'm yeah. sure, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, <laughs> there's no way he can have a decision made on that, right? He can't say. Why not? Why? Why would you say that? I just don't think you can sit up there, even if the buyout's too big, and tell people right now, tonight, that Fred Hoiberg is back for next year. When they are just so checked out. I mean, they've been checked out since the beginning of January. Why can't you say that though?
1: Well, I know there's. It, w- it would be hard. It'd be difficult. But you could. I'm saying you could. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a litany of reasons why it'd, it'd be hard to do. But you could. He could do it tonight. If if he's bringing him back, he's probably he could say it tonight. Right now, if he's not bringing him back. And this he could you know he'd probably say, that, "Look, we'll discuss this
0: matter at the end of the season at season's end, which is probably the correct time i i i would just be upset if the decision to retain him has been made, and that would be pretty much entirely because of the bio. yeah like you're, you're just telling us before the season's even over that hey you know without saying the money's too big to fire him, the money's too big to fire him." Mm-hmm. And we're just going to be a lot. What if they get in his last if, – if he says that tonight and they go in their next four games and get blasted again by 20-plus points, right. which has been a problem for this team, I don't know how you can tell anybody well, that this is going to go the right direction. That it's ever going to go the right direction under that leadership. The third option, or or another option that probably wouldn't – he probably
1: wouldn't say this tonight with games remaining, is that Fred sort of – decides to move on himself, right? But I don't think that's something you'd announce before the season's over, right? Because of the no. impact it would have on players. right? Um, so I don't know. I don't know what he's going to say. I, it could be as simple as, look, we're going to address all of this at the end of the season. He might talk about the team a little. Trev has done that. He talks about teams in season. He talked about Fred's team in season with the Journal-Star a few weeks ago, um, so he's he's he he'll, he's willing to do that, but as for as for a decision on Fred, I think he might just go the route of look this this we'll we'll handle that after the season after I, the Big Ten tournament.
0: My assumption, again, without knowing anything into this, is I, I don't assume he will say anything about the future of Fred Hoiberg tonight. Yeah, we'll see. Saying that again, he won't he will not say that he's not a part of the future tonight. It, it would only be on the radio. If he is going to be back, for sure. right? Otherwise, it'll be, yeah, we'll address that once the season's complete. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just going to say, I, I would be, tomorrow morning, if, if we hear that tonight, that he's retaining Fred Hoiberg, as the season's got four games to go in this disastrous campaign, just be prepared for tomorrow morning on this side of the of, this, of the studio. Okay. Good luck.
1: Okay. Yeah. Just prepare yourself. All right. I will be prepared.
0: <laughs> yeah. I will. Uh, four six four uh, five six eight five. A lot of the shouting. Text is always. Oh, it's going to be staring into space.
1: You always both, stare that both, way. Yeah. Both you stare things. to your right.
0: Shouting. Maybe some screaming. You, definitely you get, staring. Are you into aware space. Of what you do when you get really yeah, upset? I look over at, here. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you look over to your right? I don't know. It's this, interesting. I, this, you know, it's a it's a blank wall over yep. there. I'm just I'm not distracted by the glass and the different things on this production studio. Or you, I can look over here and just make my statement. Yep. And yell. I like it at when you clouds, do that. Yeah, I like it when you do. Stare that. Stare at the sun that I don't see. Say things like, "We're all just idiots in a box." <laughs> I don't know where that one came from. We're
1: all just idiots in a box. I don't know. And Iowa fans look at us like we're all just a bunch of idiots in a box. <laughs> <laughs> in a box.
0: <laughs> I stand by that.
1: We <laughs> we haven't beat them forever. In anything?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. I saw an NFL mock draft out there. Okay, this yes, is interesting. This weekend. Yeah, this is interesting. Or The other day, and read it. I'm curious your thoughts on these potential spot, are these potential rounds that these players are drafted, and if anybody's missing. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is from Pro Football Networks. Cam Miller. Do you, Do you think he's reputable? I don't. I don't know. He's with pro, PFN is is reputable. Pro Pro Football Network okay. is reputable, okay. so I assume he is. Uh, he, he has three Nebraska players going in the draft in April. Here's what his projection is: Cam Jurgens, center, third round. Oh, that's that's good. Okay. That's high, yeah. JoJo Doman and Cam Taylor Britt both in the fifth round. Okay, so that's it. No Austin Allen. Nobody else.
1: No Austin Allen. Let me ask you this. But let's stay no with the, Austin let's, Allen. let's
0: stay there for a second with Austin Allen. Are you going to be surprised if he is not drafted by the end of the seventh round in the draft? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. I don't know. What would be the thing that holds him back? Lack of blocking prowess. He's not... He's not particularly fast. But he's pretty fast.
0: I wouldn't call him slow though. No, not it's slow. Not like he's a a plodding tight end out there. No, he's a big athletic 6 foot 9 right. tight end. 6 foot 9.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he's not. I would be. If it, if if the if the 7th round comes and goes and he's not and he's still undrafted, yes, I will be surprised. The other projections are about what I expect. Maybe Jergens is a little, you know, that's great.
0: That's a great spot for Jergens. 3rd round as a center. Would you would you say that it was worth it to leave early then if you went there? I don't uh, what, I saw that on the
1: rundown when you say that leave early he was in the program for 4 years
0: what he could could have played Yeah, I mean year. yeah,
1: but because of COVID these guys can play in college till they're 29 but, uh, <laughs> but not quite but. <laughs> but not. I mean I don't know I don't leave early I did he, I don't really look at it like that He did technically leave early but four years in the programs, four years in the program, he played four years, right? Yes, I'm mistaken I on think that. He did. Yeah. So no, no, that's and if and if and if he's drafted in the third round, that act absolutely be the right decision.
0: For uh, regarding uh, Austin Allen from Doc on the text line, D O C K. Yes, he says, tight ends in the NFL are touchdown catching tight ends. Allen had three career touchdowns at Nebraska. There are a lot of good tight ends. And Austin Allen is average at best. Four years of playing in college and only three touchdowns does not scream NFL talent. You know where that discussion goes, though, right? Very predictable.
1: That's maybe that's more on Frost and Adrian Martinez, right?
0: Not getting the ball
1: to him, yeah, not I, scheming the right, not scheming it right. I mean, isn't isn't that fair to wonder about?
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think that. I bet you Schaefer would say that if you compare Austin Allen in terms of openness, you know, however, uh, compare like to Sethan Carter. Sethan Carter was open all the time and overthrow. I don't recall. There's the Sethan Carter hang up. I don't recall. There's the Sethan Carter hang up. There it was. Hang up there. There was. I I still see him wide open and just getting the ball chucked eight yards over his head routinely.
1: There it was. I had
0: to. I I don't remember that being as much of a problem for Austin Allen. I can't. Maybe I I just didn't look closely enough.
1: I I mean, I'm intrigued by Austin Allen just because of his sheer size and how athletic he is for that size. I didn't zone in on his blocking. I don't know what kind of blocker he is. I know he is. Austin Allen himself has talked about that he had to get that part of his game on the right track as he went. But I think he felt like by the end he was at least sufficient as a blocker. Um, but, man, I mean, come on. He's a huge – the, the catch radius is what's really alluring, right? I mean, you can – you it's hard to overthrow him, although Adrian did it a couple <laughs> times, which, which I thought was like a Houdini act. Boy, you just overthrew a six-foot-nine guy by six feet. That's interesting. Really impressive. <laughs> impressive for the, for the wrong reasons. But <laughs> but I – I, uh, I, yeah, I think he should be drafted probably.
0: Oh, Josh Josh says, "Look at Jack Stoll and Allen is way better than Jack Stoll. He's, well, see, he's playing in the NFL. How do you feel
1: about Austin Allen compared to Seathan Carter? They're way different, by the way. Way different yeah. players. They are way different players. Seathan Carter is going to give you a rough hewn special teams tackler. Mm-hmm.
0: He is. Yep, tough. Still is. Yeah, he's NFL. A t- yeah, he's a tough dude. Miami Dolphins.
1: Now, when I think of Austin, I don't think of him going down and blowing people. Got Austin Allen blowing people up on." Kickoff return. I don't think of Austin Allen that way. I do think
0: of Stephen Carter that way,
1: right? I don't know. Does he do that for the Dolphins? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's he's an important player on special teams. Yeah. He's Absolutely.
1: a way different player. He's
0: than Austin. He's not Allen. a gunner because he's not you know as fast as a right. gunner, but of he's, he's certainly involved in yeah, special teams. Yeah, it's important. JoJo, and, JoJo, and Cam Taylor-Britt, fifth round picks. Yeah. Projections,
1: middle round guys. It seems like to me. I now now the disappointment for I think both of those guys would if they. If, would be if they fall to the late rounds or, or aren't drafted. It'd be – I would just – I would fall off my chair if JoJo Doman's not drafted. Something would have went awry. Some injury and, before that. Yeah, the an interview yeah. process or something like that. I Would Would you fall off your chair if, if Cam Taylor Britt was not drafted? Not, no, I would not fall off my chair. Um, <laughs> I kind of want that. <laughs> well, you kind of want that to happen, just want don't the me, visual, you? Want me to fall here off.
0: Here comes Mr. Irrelevant. Here's you playing in your chair and <laughs> – I just fall right off. <laughs> he fell off. Hey, Jake,
1: that's called a figure of speech. I know. <laughs> if I can, it doesn't see actually okay. happen. I, know. Um, I like the visual; though. It makes me laugh, it makes no, me happy <laughs> and laugh.
0: My pain. Yeah, Falling off a chair. The old man just to, clinging to hope that Mister Irrelevant's going to be one of these two guys, <laughs> and it's not. Well, there we go.
1: Cam Taylor Britt. Why would I now? Cam Taylor Britt. Uh, I mean, I'd say an excellent college player. The only reason I say that about Cam Taylor Britt is this. I don't know what they list him as. I'm going to say five ten is what he is, five eleven, and he doesn't have great straight line speed. I don't think he's going to wow at the combine. In fact, the, my concern with Cam Taylor Britt the combine was it would, would be that he hurts himself, he doesn't run fast because he's not he's not, he doesn't have big time straight line speed that I know of, and he's not. Listen, Jake, he's 5'10, 5'11. so he's going to. Now, again, I'm not – we're talking about the NFL now, all right? Think about the corners that you deal with in the NFL, big-time players. Man, if you're not a big-time player in the the NFL at corner, Sundays would be scary. Oh, yeah. Sundays would be scary, right?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. They're scary for a lot of those players until they see their paycheck. you know, that's not so bad, after all. Right. It's okay. Right. Just get me to that locker room and get me to the bank. Yeah. (laughs) Make sure direct deposit is is working correctly. All right, let me check my phone. Harry, triple check the numbers. All right, we're good. (laughs) Uh, Song of the day is up next on early break in the ticket.